welcome to Leader of the Club, all the Disney news you need to know from two Disney geeks. I'm Jessica. And I am Hula. We are very festive today, Jess. You've got your amazing um, holiday sweater. You're ugly. You know what? Nothing's really ugly. Let's really be honest because even ugly sweaters are cute nowadays. So I don't know why they're still called ugly sweaters, but you have your holiday sweater on. Yeah, my Minnie Mouse. This was the one that they had last year at the Disney store, the Minnie Mouse ugly Christmas sweater. Um, and Walt had one at the time that's Mickey, but of course, you know, he's a year older, so nothing fits anymore, obviously. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I thought I'd put this on today because why not? We're getting in the it's Christmas festive. spirit. Yeah. We got to get something happy going on. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, I love it. I, it's so bright. It's merry and bright. Ha ha ha. There you go. <laughs> that was the point. Um, well, I wanted to get in the festive cheer because unfortunately, Things have changed a lot in California in the last few days, um, yep. and they're a massive bummer. So there we are. So I thought I'd wear something festive. You're wearing something festive, too. It looks like Santa and some reindeer. Yeah, Santa, and it says, stay fly. Get it? Stay fly. Oh, I like that. In the sky. Thank you very much. And I'm, I feel, I love Christmas. If, if uh, a movie could describe me, it would literally be Elf, because I just am <laughs> loving Christmas. Um, yesterday we went to, um, SeaWorld's, uh, Christmas celebration thing and we got to light up the tree and, Aww. um, I was all Christmas out. The elf was like, this family is way too Christmassy. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad. Yeah. So it was cool. It was really cool to be a part of that and, uh, to be very Christmas. I love Christmas. I need the spirit right now. We all need it. I so. think so too. I, I think so too. I mean, <sighs> <sighs> exactly. That, I, that yeah. sigh right there. What you just did right there. <laughs> And, and that phrase you just said, it's just like everybody turns their, cocks their head to the side and goes, 2020. Ugh. Well, you know, so let's talk about it. So um, if you haven't heard, the state of California did put in some new stay-at-home orders this week. Um, they were um, orders that would click in if hospital bed capacity went below um, 15% or less, meaning 15% right. capacity left uh-huh. um, or less. And it would be a three-week order if a region, this wasn't done by county, this was done by regions. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's five different regions in the state of California. The ones that are affecting the parks mostly is obviously going to be the Southern California region, which includes Orange County, LA County, and San Diego County, uh, Riverside, and a few others. Um, Mm -hmm. That, um, unfortunately, the hospital bed capacity did get into under 15% um, on Saturday. Um, and it was still there by Saturday. There was like a weird time period. If it was like at noon, it was before noon or one o'clock. I don't know. Either way, we're going into these new stay at home orders starting Monday morning, um, Monday morning at midnight. So Sunday night, midnight. Yeah, whatever. Right. Anyway, tonight, tonight, basically. So basically, what does this mean? This means that, um, all restaurants have to be, uh, takeout only. Yep. Yep. Pick up only, delivery only. Um, mm-hmm. retail locations, um, which were at 25% are now at 20%, um, capacity, um, all zoos, museums are closing, um, hair salons, but, nail salons, yep. Yep. all gone. Um, yep. so how does this affect the theme parks? Obviously, you know, most theme parks are closed, um, Knott's Berry Farm, uh, SeaWorld, Legoland being the little exceptions. And of course, downtown Disney, with right. the DCA expansion. So how is this affecting everything? Well, we'll go right into Disney since that is our main focus here. Exactly. Um, we'll start off first off 
today the DVC villas at the Grand Californian were supposed to open. Um, they've obviously delayed that because hotels are also only allowed to be open for infrastructure stays. There is no recreational or um, tour tourism stays. So if mm-hmm. you just want to get a getaway with your family, unfortunately, that's not going to be a thing right now. Nope. Um, which is a bummer. Um, so the, that is obviously that's been delayed. No date given on when they will open. Right. Um, all foods, Disney owned food services will be closed. Now, at first there was some questioning of whether or not maybe um, smoke jumpers and some of the carts could stay open and they just offer to go items. Right. They right. are not going to do that because they don't want to, because they can't have any food consumed on premises. So, uh, unfortunately, yeah. So, unfortunately, Carthay Circle, all the food carts, Smoke Jumpers Grill, Award Wieners, all of those have been are going to be closed as of tomorrow. They're open oh, today, Sunday, but tomorrow they are closed. This does mean that 350 cast members will now be going back on furlough. Jeez, I <sighs> guys Gosh. wear a ma- I like. Here's the problem: wear a mask. Like I just don't. The problem is. Right. Because Disney has been doing everything right. These theme parks have been doing everything right. For the most part, all these restaurants outside of Disney have been doing everything right. Hair salons, nail salons have been doing everything right. But there's that few select few that are ruining it for everybody. And people that are having massive gatherings at their homes for the holidays. I know it's the holidays. I know you want to see your families. But, you know, you can't have these massive gatherings that are unmasked in the homes. That's where these outbreaks are coming from and getting bigger and bigger and bigger and you know it it just sucks that businesses have to be the ones that are suffering for this absolutely i i 100 agree i have a huge family and even the people that i had some internet trolls because i had posted a video of me and my family members we were inside the house for thanksgiving but we were all wearing our mask and they were like why are you wearing your mask you're indoors i'm all because we're indoors we're so tough you know even though we're family members we still have to wear masks around each other like come on people it's not that hard we need to open everything back up we're i'm tired of being locked down again we're locked i down. am uh, we're locked down again it's so it's such a bummer and it just like where the people that are still refusing to wear their masks are the ones that blow my mind the most because it's like dude it's just a freaking mask over your face it i don't care if you think you look stupid we all look stupid in them like exactly it's just what it is it's what we have to do it's for everybody else it's just the dumbest thing and i'm so sick of hearing people with their excuses and then getting mad because businesses are closing and i'm like then do your part do what we need needs to be done we could all be in such a better place if you guys would just wear a mask stay socially distant you know do things if you want to gather do it safely that's the problem is nobody people aren't doing it safely and it's just so right stupid it's so stupid at this point yeah, I mean, like literally businesses are closing. We, I mean, I don't even know if like if businesses can reopen again and people are still, we're losing our jobs. I mean, I know, I don't know if you were going to bring this up about the, you know, the executives now are being targeted on Thursday. Mm-hmm. They were all targeted, uh, like high ranking people that are, are doing huge things within Disney all are, are laid off, right? Not furloughed. They were laid off. I believe they were laid off. I think they were laid off. Okay. I mean, look, but, there's more. It's every day more and more people you're hearing about are getting laid off. And it's just, it's it doesn't have to be this way. 
We mm-hmm. can't, there is a, a middle ground here where everybody can do stuff. It's just people need to pay attention and listen and wear their freaking mask. There was another exactly. rally yesterday in Georgia and nobody was wearing their mask and it pissed. I was so furious seeing the uh. photos from this rally. I wanted to scream because I'm just like, guys, and then you're going to get mad because businesses have to close. You can't do this. Exactly. Just you're, wear a mask. You're, you're, Be safe. You're, you're being um, a hypocrite. Because oh. you're like mad about businesses, but yet you won't wear a mask. Okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah, it makes no sense. And like, yeah. and and some of the rules are a little ridiculous too. I'm not saying the rules are the best, um, right? You know, and some of them are. I don't understand why nail salons and hair salons once again have to close. I haven't seen any breakouts happening in those. Um, and unfortunately, that's a lot of people that are now going to be furloughed and not have not be able to work for a long time especially hairstylists they've had it so rough because their business is also different a lot of them work freelance so they didn't get the uh, um, unemployment for the longest time it's just it sucks it sucks all the way around and i'm i'm so sick of having to talk about this and having i feel like every day i still see a news story of why it's important to wear your mask i'm like how are we eight months into this and people still need to be told we're almost like a year into this. Like we literally we're going to be hitting a year. Like I I mean COVID happened like it's duh, it's that's why it's, you know, 19. Yeah. So, you know, the, it was in 2019 around this time frame and then it went and fell into 2020 and yeah, 2020 got the most of it. Like I was even talking to a bunch of teachers um and I'm like, "Man, these these kids, they they I mean, they're going to be resilient, but they have to go through this no graduation. I mean, yeah, no graduation 2021." Probably no proms, no grad night. Like grad night was the coolest thing at Disneyland for. They've already a lot canceled of kids. it for this year, for next uh, year. They've already canceled it at Disneyland. I don't know about Disney World. There's been no word on that one, but Disneyland's grad night has been canceled. Uh, that sucks. That sucks. For 2021. See? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kids. just it's a bummer. And like not oh, the older kids, the younger kids, even the kids my my son's age. There's a lot of stories. We're really getting off topic here. I'm sorry, guys, but I feel like we uh, yeah, exactly. Need to rant for a minute. Um, exactly. There's been a, there's been a lot of um, reports of kids that have been potty trained that have suddenly gone backwards in their in their progression are mm. now back in diapers. Kids that knew how to use utensils who suddenly have gone backwards. My child, um, he was getting right before shutdown. He was right on track of everything developmental wise as far as speaking went, and then the shutdown happened, and now we have to go to speech therapy because he's not where he should be speaking wise. And so it, you know, it's affecting everybody in different ways. And it, like I said, it doesn't have to be this way. We can combat it. If we just stay safe, wear a mask. And it's just so stupid. I've seen, I saw one of my friends the other day. I use that term loosely friends, but somebody on my Facebook post on a story about Biden asking for a hundred days of mask wearing once he takes office saying, Nope, not going to do it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh my gosh, people, come on. Come on. And the people that don't want to take the vaccine, it's a mess. It's such a mess. And the thing that sucks is the people that are going to get hurt are these small businesses, these mom and pops that are going to go under. These people that, you know, they have to work two or three of these jobs at like a theme park or things like that, that just their industry is shut down at hotels. Hotel, this is good. Once again, the hotel industry was starting to get a little more momentum mm-hmm. and get a little bounce back. This is going to screw it again in California. 
Oh yeah, no, I I think because Jess and I are pretty passionate about it because like, you know, Jess, you know, we both love the holidays as you can probably tell. As you we yes. you've said already. <laughs> and um Jess did all the, you know, you did all the knot stuff and the merry and you guys mm-hmm. and when you would talk about doing the knot stuff, like you light up. And then I talked to you about the SeaWorld stuff that I got to do and I lit up. And it's like the holidays on top of the fact that right. we're at a theme park, like because we're so passionate about theme parks and Disney, of course. Like, that's why I think we're just so strong because you see this momentum of like, oh, we're doing well, we're doing well, we're opening up things, you know, Buena Vista is, you know, opening up and then all of a sudden now it's being taken away again. Because now like even the dining shops are all just takeout, like, or they're shutting down. Yeah. So Disney, so like we said, Disney, uh, as far as uh, Disney's Land Resort and Downtown Disney and Disney's California Adventure, they're not going to close like they did the first time everything closed. Um, the whole entire area, the shopping right. will still open and things like, um, like, uh, sprinkles and, uh, the candy shops, those will stay open because those are to go, but you can't right. consume anything on premises. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, and anything like that, sorry, I have a very sad dog looking at me this whole time. It's the weirdest thing. Ray, it's come okay, lay down. Ray. She's mad. Ray. Come lay down. Lay down. Ray, Ray. is, uh. Ray is feeling the sensing the force and she is, she's sensing the force. She knows, you know what? I think she's, she's definitely, I mean, spoiler alert. Um, she's feeling this episode of the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, for sure. Sorry. Oh yeah. We got to talk about that too. Anyway, we are so off track today, but let's, so, um, like I said, there's no word yet. I'm still waiting for word from Knott's what they're going to do with their event. Um, cause they had sold tickets, um, for this event. The rumor is they're going to be canceling it up through after the holidays, um, and then they will might have another week or two of it come back. Um, but that's oh. just rumors, not for sure what's going to happen. Obviously, SeaWorld and San Diego Zoo. Um, Legoland, Close Monday. Yeah, we'll all be closing on Monday. I'm assuming knots as well. Um, they, Let's just extend Christmas into January. I mean, like the holidays into January. Right? Let's, hol- you know, January we have, you know, whether whatever you celebrate – Let's just celebrate it through January. Keep everything up through January. I agree. You might as well. Might as well. I'm just saying. Sorry. I'm going to have to put the, this is what she wanted. And I was telling her to lay down. She needed the blanket because she's Aww. always cold, this dog. All right. Now she's better. Okay. Now I have a happy dog. <laughs> Sorry. No, okay. So, you're so good. Random. You're good. So you know, everybody, please just wear your mask. I'm sorry if this first 15 minutes of this podcast sound like like a lecture, but I think both of us just needed to get it out. Exactly. Exactly. So, so um, on to more Disney news. <laughs> on to more Disney news. Thinking of Disneyland, they updated uh, their tickets um, expiration dates. Basically, any non promotional tickets that you had. So, like for me, I bought that um, three day ticket thing. Where you could, and they were only, they were supposed to be used up to March 30 or May 31st. Right. Um, and we had one unused day. All Anything like that or single day tickets that were supposed to expire at the end of the year. Any non-promotional um, sing- tickets um, will be extended until uh, December 16th, 2021. So you will have just to use them then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'll be able to go at least one day. Hopefully. One day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fingers um, crossed. Speaking of closing, Hong Kong Disneyland has closed again. But here's the difference between Hong Kong Disneyland and here. So this is the third time they've closed um, uh, based on uh, the Hong Kong government um, instituted new restrictions um, because they've had a wave of new infections. Here is their wave. Mm. 
They've had a total of 76 new infections, and there was 115 the previous day. Hmm. Isn't that crazy? That is so crazy. Oh, my um, gosh. Uh, so, uh, so they're shuttering um, entertainment and leisure activities like karaoke lounges and game centers, restaurants, gyms, beauty salons are still open under this, but this does mean that Hong Kong Disneyland does have to close. Once again, this is the third time they've closed. Um, no date yet as to when they will be opening again, but it's just interesting. Their breakout versus our breakout where we're having 200,000 in the state, in the, in the U S in one day. Mm, it's just like yeah. it's guys. yeah come on anyway come on um speaking of disney world which is open still thank you um they have been busy uh they're at 35 percent capacity and it looks like they've been reaching capacity pretty much daily um at least over the weekends um they were the full week of thanksgiving the weekends have been pretty busy too um but they have there's a new story coming out of disney world that i wanted to share okay so their policy about masks is pretty stingy. You have to wear your mask at all time. This includes right. if you're on a ride, obviously. And sometimes when you're going through a photo location on a ride, maybe that mask slips down or some people unfortunately take it off like you're not supposed to. Well, right. they, would, they wouldn't give you a, that picture. Oh, that right, picture. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, which is not unheard of in Disney. You know, back in the day, if you've done something obscene on space, Splash Mountain per se – Maybe, um, right. <laughs> you know, they would not let you buy your picture because they didn't want that getting out. Um, right. Of course. Yeah. And which is they smart. don't want to encourage bad behavior. Correct. And they don't want to encourage their mask. They're pretty stringent on this on their mask policy. So mm-hmm. sometimes, though, you know, it'll happen. Like, for example, if you're screaming at something, your mask falls a little bit below your nose. It happens, unfortunately, sometimes. Um, but if you're just at that right place where the photo is, the photo gets taken, you can't have that photo. But now they are testing out a um, way for them to digitally add masks onto your picture if your mask <laughs> isn't worn right. I'm not kidding. I saw a picture. Um, uh, so it can be with accident, without realization, especially with kids, they can move it down. Um, right. So this is right now being tested on Dinosaur and Animal Kingdom and on Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger um spin in magic kingdom um they will digitally add a mask onto your face if your mask isn't being worn correctly or falls down or anything like that when on that instance where the picture is taken um so that way it you'll get it and it has a mask on you suddenly so there's that i know (laughs) yeah i I mean this year for sure and next year will be remembered i mean because all of our photos are us wearing masks but yeah yeah isn't that weird? So though? Weird. Just like the things that they have to go through um, to right. get. Uh, it's just so funny. Right. It's right. Just... Hey, you know, it's uh, honestly because of businesses closing down and people needing to make more money. I think that's a, just another way. Like, you know what? Fine. If your masks are falling off, we get it. But here, we'll digitally cover it. So then you can still buy the picture. <laughs> right. Hey, whatever we uh, got to do. Hey, and um, speaking of wearing a mask at a theme park, you can do it even if you're getting married. Um, and that's what Jordan Fisher did. He just recently got oh, married yes. at Walt Disney World. Um, I saw that picture. Spent a lot of money, um, I would assume hundreds of thousands of dollars, to um, actually have their wedding behind Cinderella's castle, and they wore wow. their mask. 
Um, there yeah. are some, there are, I believe they did let them um, take off their mask for one picture in front of the castle. I um, saw that. Yeah. Yeah. They did. But for the most part, he said, you know, we had very few friends and family just socially distanced with our masks because it's uh, Jordan Fisher is a huge Disney world fan. Um, yes. So uh, he was able to have that um, at his wedding and, you know, they, they, it just, I saw a cast member post it and said, you know what, if Jordan Fisher can spend a hundred thousand dollars or more hundreds of thousands of dollars, it's probably very expensive. It's not cheap, especially inside Walt Disney world, inside one of the parks in the magic kingdom to have a wedding. It's not cheap. So if you're going to spend that amount of money and to have a wedding there and still wear your mask, you can wear it while you're taking it. You know what? Everybody else can wear their mask. Like Exactly. exactly. It's just more proof. It's not that hard. <laughs> wear your mask. It's not that bad. You can still get married. It's fine. Ex- just do it exactly. safely. Just do it safely. Exactly. So congr- I love Jordan Fisher, by the way. So congratulations to Jordan Fisher. Um, Yay, congrats. I just adore him. I think he is um, going to be... I just can't wait to watch his career progress personally. (laughs) Um, Here's also a bummer. Speaking of layoffs, Radio Disney is officially ending. Did you hear that? I saw that. And and is it just like Radio Disney altogether, right? Because I just saw Country and somebody else, but it's all of Radio Disney. Well, and here's the thing. I don't think they've had terrestrial radio stations for a very long time. Um, They had some, a couple HD2 stations. Um, in Los Angeles, but all of those will be all shut down. It'll be ending in the first part, I believe, January 2021. Um, so it, it's it, it it was an XM station, but that's ending as well. The only thing that'll still operate is there is a Radio Disney um, Latin that uh, that's totally separate. So that's I believe still operating. That's another just a separate operation altogether. Right. Um, so Radio Disney is ending completely. Um, you can still stream it online for right now up until they end. Um, it's just a bummer because there's a lot of really good people that work there. Um, one of my friend, one of the people that I really worked with closely for many years, he was the head engineer there. Um, so a lot of people, unfortunately, more people losing jobs, more reasons for you to wear masks. Yeah, exactly. Another I think, reason. I think they said there's like 36 employees. So it's not the biggest sector of Disney. But that kind of expense, because you have to not only pay the the equipment expense, um, paying the residuals for using the music, licensing, things like that is quite an expense. Mm. Um, So, and if you're not getting a return on investment there, I mean, it makes sense. I was actually surprised it was still going at at one point. So there we go. Wow. Wow. No more Radio Disney. Sorry. That sucks. That sucks. Yeah, it's just been a fun day. Hey, let's go to another yeah. Let's just go to another one. Just if we're going with the sucky stuff, let's talk about DuckTales because that just got canceled. What? I didn't hear about this. Yeah. Um, no. they, the new season has been already, um, the physical production is wrapping right now. Um, they'll get an, we'll get an epic season finale in 2021. Um, right. And that'll end up being the season finale. So this was the reboot of the show starring um, um, a lot of amazing people whose names I already, why can I not think? 12th Doctor? No, not 12th Doctor. 10th Doctor. 10th Doctor. I don't know who that is. (laughs) The Doctor Who thing. Somebody oh, okay. listening gotcha. is going to go, yeah, 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 10th Doctor. Totally, yeah, totally know. Totally yeah, what you're talking about. Oh my God. Well, now I just have to look it up. Um, a lot of yeah, great, exactly. 
a lot of great voice talent on the new DuckTales series. Uh, um, Danny Put- Putty, David Tennant, Ben David Schwartz. Tennant. Thank you, David Tennant, Ben uh, Schwartz. Bobby Moynihan, Kate mm-hmm. Mucucci, Beck Bennett. Oh, wow, there's a lot of SNL alum that is behind this. Yeah, it's a lot It's a lot of great act- voice actress casts. Um, really- Dan- Danny Putty is from uh, Community. Community, Ben Schwartz. Um, he ben was Schwartz. on Parks and Rec. Park- Bobby, yes, Bobby Moynihan. Um, we know Kate, from yeah. uh, Kate Mucci. I always forget how how, how oh, her last name. Mucci is it Mucci or Mucci? I think oh, no. so. It's Mucci. I see it here. Mucci. Yeah, from Garfunkel um, and Oates. Yeah, she's great. She's hilarious. I love Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah, love uh, Garfunkel and Oates. Um, yeah. So, uh, Pageant Brewster was on it too, who I adore. Uh, a lot of re- it was a really great cast, and unfortunately. Um, that show will be ending um, in 2021. Um, the one interesting part about this is they were working on um, a DuckTales uh, World Showcase adventure for Epcot. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that they did for years. Uh, there was a Kim Possible and a Phineas and Ferb one where you kind uh-huh. of explored Epcot with those characters. And you had like a little phone, I think they gave at one point and you like would solve things and find things. It was a fun little way for kids to enjoy World Showcase because um, there's not many rides or anything there. So it was a fun thing for them to do with an Epcot. And this the next um, iteration of that was going to be DuckTales. Excuse me. Um, but it, they're not sure now if that project has been canceled or if it'll continue. Um, a lot of stuff has been canceled at Walt Disney World because of, you know, the current situation. So I wouldn't be surprised that this is, uh, the case for that one too. Jeez. I know. Um, Hey, if you're a D23 member, there is a new tier. In fact, it's going to replace, it looks like the gold family tier. Hmm. Um, and there will now be the gold duo. And a lot of people are going to like this a lot better. Um, for a couple reasons, but one main specific one. So what happened is the Gold family, it allowed each family to have uh, one Disney D23 magazine, but access to events from multiple family members. Unfortunately, the primary card holder had to be the one to one to attend the events with the other members. So mm-hmm. like if, say, if me and my husband had one and we all went to something, but it was under my name. We could uh-huh. all go, but I would have to go. Now, say if it didn't work in my schedule, if I was working, but Jeff wanted to take Walt, right? couldn't do that. So now uh, they're doing the Gold Duo member, which is the same kind of membership. The only thing is you now have two names on the membership. Um, and each person could probably bring a guest. Um, and then that way, you know, you could have the schedule go different. And it looks like it's going to be about the same price. Um, so uh, the Gold Family option will be remain available for the rest of the year. And you can upgrade to the gold duo at no additional cost if you are a gold family member for D23. Very so, cool. Yeah, kind of interesting little thing. Makes it a little bit easier. Absolutely. Um, let's move over to Mandalorian, shall we? Yes. Not the episode yet. I want to talk about some oh, news God. related with it. And we'll go into there because I know I have so much to say. Oh, um, my God. So off, much. First off, um, IMDb is reporting that Rosario Dawson has signed on for three filmed with star wars wow standing applause yes 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 um obviously rosario dawson i'm not gonna say spoiler before this i'm i can but it's everywhere now rosario dawson playing ahsoka tano they're saying she signed on for three three movies now there are three 
Star Wars movies in development out of right as of right now. One is Kevin Feige, another mm-hmm. is uh, Taika Waititi, and another mm-hmm. one by the duo of J.D. Dillard and Matt Owens. Whether or not she's going to be a part of all three of those, if there's going to be a trilogy, you know, there's a lot of speculation on every way. Um, but she has signed on for a three-picture deal for Star Wars movies, and also she signed on um, for uh, a more reoccurring roles within The Mandalorian and other, possibly other Star Wars um movies or tv shows on disney plus so she could even appear on um the uh, obi-wan show which is absolutely possible because obi-wan and um um and asakatana know knew each other very much uh obviously because she was anakin's padawan so she know had a relationship with ben oh with so it so then okay because then the the timeline would fit as far as like you and McGregor right now in his age and Rosario right. Dawson. Okay. Cause the Obi-Wan show um, is supposed to be around. It'll be this Mandalorian time. Yeah. It'll be the years after. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 In well, between no. what no, we saw on. Time. Okay. So not Mandalorian time. Okay. No, it'll be, it'll be a basically when he's on Tatooine, quote unquote, watching Luke Skywalker. Oh, so right before. Okay, right before. So yeah. Luke is a young Luke. We're looking. So it's right before A New Hope. Correct. I don't know if it's going to okay. be right before. It might be somewhere in that time period between. Um, between, okay. obviously, okay. Um, Revenge, of, uh, Revenge of the Sith and um, uh, A New Hope. So it'll be in that time period. And Ahsoka Tano um, is alive during that time period. She um, is, we've learned from Star Wars Rebels that she is, part of the group that is forming the rebellion um, and recruiting people for that um, cause. So she very much could have, she is alive and going well. She's younger than she would be on um, the Mandalorian right now, but I think Rosario right. doesn't really matter because she's young. So she can play both ages and it wouldn't really make a difference. Right. Um, and you wouldn't also, see a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't really see much of a difference. So she very possibly okay. could show up on the Obi-Wan show. She very possibly could, obviously will be showing up, I think, more on The Mandalorian. Um, but she, hope there's po- some fans are asking that the three movies re- revolve around her. Her and possibly mm. her search for Ezra and Thrawn. And, oh, my God, I just want to see it all. <laughs> So it's basically there. It's sounding like a lot of fans would want to see the live action version of all of these, um, the rebels and you know the the animated series, basically. Correct. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would die to see um, a Admiral Thrawn, and I think that's where we're headed. I'm hoping to see an Admiral mm-hmm. Thrawn, um, either movie or TV show, and the person that voiced him could absolutely play him in the movie. Um, so fingers crossed so then maybe hopefully they just put in the the actress who plays the voice of ahsoka tano somewhere in there so she you know that way it kind of gives her i don't know if they she was so i don't know now that they have somebody playing the live action i think it'll be rosario dawson they have did use her voice in the last jedi um towards the end when Ray's um, hearing all the voices of past Jedi 
One right. of those voices is Ashley Eckstein's as Ahsoka Tano. As Ahsoka Tano. Okay, gotcha. Yes. So she does have an appearance somewhat in, in the movie. She got to do that, which is really cool. Um, yeah. But I think as far as any live action goes, it'll be Rosario Dawson from here on out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they should put her um, Ashley Eckstein in there as something. They probably will. They might. I mean, they put her, um, the, kid, the guy that played Anakin Skywalker um, in uh, Clone Wars actually appeared last season on The Mandalorian. Um, really? He, yeah, he was one of the prison guard that was killed when they were oh yes in the, the in the episode of the prisoner yeah yes the one that because was that killed. guy looks familiar yeah um nick yeah. zano is that who it is no um god what is his name what Hold is on. that actor's name clone wars anakin voice what is his name matt La- matthew Lanter, L-A-N-T-E-R, Lantner. Oh, Lanter. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, so he plays the voice. And so, yeah, I remember seeing that guy and was like, that guy's got to be somebody because he looks so familiar to me. But at the same time, he Yeah, you've probably seen him in other stuff. Yeah, so he was, he played the voice of um, the Anakin Skywalker in Clone Wars and he appeared in that. So absolutely, Ashley Eckstein could appear somewhere. And I wouldn't be surprised. Um, Absolutely, for sure. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um... So, yeah, so more Rosario Dawson, which is great. And good news for The Mandalorian. They actually made Nielsen's top 10 list of streaming. This is a new list that um, Nielsen recently launched um, Uh uh, for the top 10 streaming list. It's based on um, minutes streamed during the week. Uh, And for the week of October 26th, it was number three. Nice. Nice. it was only beaten by the Queen's Gambit and The Office, which apparently is still up there. People love The Office. I <laughs> oh, mean, God, I come on. Of, I've watched The Office millions of times. It's just something you just put on. But yeah. um, apparently um, the nine episodes from season one were watched for over a total, of, which I think was eight. So I think they meant the nine episodes for eight episodes of season one and the first one for the new season. Um, anyways, uh-huh. they were watched for a total of one billion minutes per during the week. Wow. So, and as we go, we'll probably see them get even higher and higher and higher. Um, with especially with Ahsoka Tano coming in and the new re- re- and all these new episodes that are so intense. Oh, um, I know. It'll, it'll do better and better and better. So, yeah. Yeah. So good news yeah. for Mandalorian. Awesome. Very cool. Now that we're at that part of the show, spoiler, 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 spoilers. I think by now though, you would, again, it's Sunday that we are actually, you know, recording this podcast. And by now you should have, if you're a fan of the Mandalorian, you should have seen it. Just saying. Yes. I agreed. And so, I mean, first off it, it another great episode. They're really knocking it out of the park this season. I have to say, first of all, the very first thing when I turned it on, I noticed I was like, wait a minute, why does it seem, because I don't know why I do this to myself and I shouldn't, but I was like, why does this episode seem so short? I look at the duration of the episode and it, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's weird. And then the second thing I noticed was the name and I mean, it was like, my eyes got big and I was like, what? What are you talking about? The tragedy? What is happening? No, this can't happen right now. I thought this would happen as a cliffhanger. Like, what is happening? That's what got me right off the jump. You know what? I don't. I, did you want to wait a whole year till we knew if Gro- Grogu was saved? 
No, no, not that. I just was like, I because when we talked last week, we knew this was the inevitable. But I thought we were gonna like lead our way up to that because of the fact that the series this this season started with like, okay, we're supposed to take the frog lady. You know, we meet this frog lady. We're gonna take her to her husband. And so there was all these little like side storylines we had to get through. And then I thought, oh, it's going to be another side storyline because we have uh, next week is the second to last, right? I believe there's two more episodes. Yeah, two yeah. more episodes. So so I thought, okay, then we'll get to the second week, which will lead us to something bigger. And then, you know, this being the third to last, I thought this was just going to be not necessarily a throwaway, but I thought this was going to be a transitional but no, it was not a transitional. It was not a transitional. It was intense. Um, first off, Kelly, who's watching us on Facebook, just says, and I had to bring this up too, Fennec lives. Right. I mean, come on. You knew that. Like, come on. Like, we let's be honest. when messed with our minds. Like, she, she is phenomenal. I mean, she's not only a Disney princess. She's not only an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. She is a star wars character a mandalorian character she messed with her mind because remember a couple weeks ago we talked she was in an interview and she's like well i'm hoping they bring me back you know let's start a movement fennec lives hashtag fennec lives and i was like yeah fennec lives that'd be great let's bring her back hopefully next season she already filmed it she She knew she knew she she has to play the game with us and i'm (laughs) i agree with kelly kelly commented seriously she's my favorite she honestly is my favorite too like, I'm really enjoying her. I'm real. I well, I love Ming-Na Wen. Anyways, I think she is so cool. I've just enjoyed everything she's ever done. And I mean, I remember her in ER. Do you remember her in ER? I, I very briefly, like I watched well, that. Well, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a full. She wasn't there. Like for a full a long cast time. member. But here's the thing, though, that yeah. made me laugh out loud. Like I literally, I think I was drinking something and I, I did a spit take. Um, I was watching, you know, the Mandalorian and the part where it's like, oh, the man, you know, Mando sees, you know, Finnick and there she is and, you know, meets up with, you know, Boba Fett and she literally goes and opens her stomach and she's like robotic. I was like, I literally was like, really, Star Wars? Could you, I mean, Mandalorian, could you really like, that was hilarious to me. I don't know why. It was just like, here you go. I'm alive. I'm I'm alive. alive. I'm a robot. I'm a cyborg like or whatever. I'm a part of me is, is robotic. Cool. Yeah. Like, it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And we also got official confirmation that that is, in fact, Boba Fett. Um, yes. We, My husband and I, we both kind of were cautiously optimistic because you never know with Star Wars. They could mess with your mind and then be like, no, that's actually a clone, tro- a clone trooper. <laughs> <laughs> it's Boba Fett. Um, and another big thing that they actually confirmed in this is that Boba Fett and Jango Fett, well, Jango Fett was a Mandalorian and then that is Mandalorian armor. Um, there was, well, some- he was a foundling. Well, he was a foundling that then just be- then became a Mandalorian as Mando is because Mando Correct. was a foundling as well. Um, right. But Boba Fett is the son of Jango Fett, but he wasn't a, yeah. So he just yeah. took on the armor. Yeah. So Jango Fett though, is a Mandalorian. There were some people who questioned whether or not he was a Mandalorian or not. Oh, gotcha. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're saying maybe yeah. he stole the armor and there were some rumors that he stole the armor, but he no. is a Mandalorian. Yes. That's what he is we a got confirmed. Yeah. Um, yes. So, and he fought in the Mandalorian civil wars, which yep. um, has a really interesting history that involves um, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi and, uh, and his master, whose name I forget, Liam Neeson's character. Uh, 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 
Yeah, that guy. That guy. Qui-Gon Yeah, yes, yes. This is all very complicated, and it's why you need to watch um, Clone Wars sometimes. And really, this is all real back backstory that not it's in comics and stuff, and you kind of have to piece it together. Um, right. But basically, during the Mandalorian Clone Wars, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan were stationed on Mandalore um, to protect um, the rightful heir of Mandalore, um, whose sister or, no, niece is Bo-Katan. Right. Can't remember if that's her sister or her niece. I can't remember how far. Anyways, anyways, Obi-Wan Kenobi actually fell in love with her. It was the whole thing. Anyways, <laughs> there's a whole story there. You can go. There's a storyline. Yeah, yeah, there's exactly. a big long storyline. Um, anyways, and, and the connection with that. But so, and so Boba Fett though being full Mandalorian is interesting to everybody and people. A lot of people are very excited to finally get that confirmation that he is Mandalorian. So that right. was cool. Um, yes, I was awesome. Got, by the way, the planet they went on to, Tython. Anybody else feel like they see that when they go to Vegas? <laughs> i was so excited for like a cool planet like ooh, where are we going now what kind of thing are we doing and i'm like they're just up in the mountains man they're like, literally like they're in a desert they literally are in a desert with a grand monolith type area yeah yeah and it was funny though because like back to the beginning of the episode i like i said it was going to be a transition i honestly thought it was going to take a little longer for us to get to that seeing stone yeah i thought no, we'd, we, I thought we'd have we were there episode or something yeah, yeah. like where he uh, no we're just gonna you know at the very beginning you're watching him like it was funny though like i thought it was hilarious when at the very beginning of the episode right before the cre- the uh title credit rolls he's like grogu and then he looks up at him and he's like, oh, you got a name. Like, that's cool. Like that. And then I the whole ball that. thing. Like, that yeah. was cool. It's and that was sweet. like a, a fun, sweet moment. And then it goes into there. And then all of a sudden they're on this planet. And I was like, wait, what? They they easily could get to that planet. But it seems like they have troubles getting to other planets like that. It was whatever. interesting. It was interesting. And it really, I was just, it's probably for people that maybe are watching in other parts of the world they were like oh this is or other parts of the country they're like yeah this looks cool what a cool alien planet but i just was like oh it's just, a desert it's just the mountains i just <laughs> that's where i go when i that's what i drive through when i go to vegas or cool All right. <laughs> it was like san bernardino or something it was just yeah. right over there <laughs> It, yeah, you're right. It, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only difference is that they it have might that have been weird. Like Escondido, I don't know. Temecula, it was, like, it was just right there. You know, maybe that was a time frame because of the fact that when they were filming that, like COVID really hit. So maybe like I think what, they were done filming before any of the shutdowns happened. I'm just trying to think of an excuse for them. Yeah, <laughs> not for having a full planet. No, it's probably yeah. like. Well, they built so many sets this year. They're like, well let's just build a little set here and then just spend all our money on shooting people in this episode. Right. Like, lit- Oh no, this episode though, as far as Boba Fett, legit, like fighting, like, like just the whole, because the director who was, um, isn't he the same director, uh, Rodriguez? Robert he Rodriguez. Act- yes. He did, uh, you know, Kill Bill. He did Sin City. Not Kill Bill. So- Oh no, not Kill Bill. Sin City, um, Sin City is what I'm thinking. And yeah. he it, did he do Machete? Machete might have been Machete. He did. A, I know uh, Dust Till Dawn. So like those yeah. kind of movies. So for you see Boba Fett take that big 
like that thing and just whack the stormtroopers and just like boom you know what i mean and you see the cracking you hear the cracking and you hear you see the pieces like fly all over the place like it was so cool to me i was like yeah. this is awesome it was really cool and yes you're right machete was uh Robert okay Rodriguez. yeah so um, i feel like like that moment like all of that stuff like dirt like i was like oh my gosh boba fett is badass like come on the knee darts oh my gosh that was so cool it was not something i mean there had been reference um i think the only place uh from the videos i watched today um uh, that had ever made reference to those knee darts before was a um one of those books about that like breaks down characters costumes like the history of star wars or something like that that was right. like one book that had the that broke down the costumes referenced those knee darts we've never seen those used before how badass were those knee darts so random so random so random but i love everything i love this episode so much even though it felt shorter i loved it so much um i loved being able to see slave one again which was really cool yes um, just the sound of it and then when you see it you're just like i know what that is like when yeah. it landed and mando didn't know what it was and he's like who's coming i was like that's boba fett <laughs> like here he comes so no the whole thing was awesome i loved it um, just a couple things I wanted to mention. Um, uh, Boba Fett says at one point, I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy like my father before me. That was a really interesting line because it's kind of a reference to two different lines um, within the Star Wars um, movies. Um, the first uh -huh. one, I'm a simple man making his way through the galaxy is a reference to what Jango Fett says to Obi-Wan Kenobi um, in Attack of the Clones. Um, when he meets them, he says, I'm just a simple man with making my way through the, uh, you through the universe or something like that. Very, uh -huh. very similar. Then the second part of that line is like my father before me, which is very much, um, Luke Skywalker. Um, I'm a Jedi like my father before me, like um, my father from, before me. from return of the Jedi. Yeah. So there was that, um, the ship that brought in those stormtroopers, the drop ship is very similar to the first order drop ship we shop ships we see in um the force awakens at the beginning of that like um the one that finn comes down with the rest right. of the stormtroopers um at the right. beginning of the movie and then opens yeah yeah absolutely so that that could be confirmation that whatever moff um why didn't i write gideon. it moff gideon thank you what oh. whoever moff gideon works for this is the start of what's going to eventually be the first order um because it could this could be the confirmation of this is what they're working on um, right um the boulder going down the um the, the indiana, indiana jones boulder straight up raiders of the lost ark <laughs> like come on yep um yeah. the dark troopers when i first saw them fly through the air like they were doing i was like Favreau, did you put in a scene from Marvel, from an Iron Man movie? Like, yeah, what is so, this? So, so okay, so Iron for, Man. Those of, for those that don't know, like myself, like I don't play the video games and stuff. So the Darth, the Dark Soldiers, Dark Troopers, are, Dark Troopers are are from the video game, correct? Or referenced from there? Yes, um, they're from older video games, but yes, they're from video games. Um, that's the only other place they've been seen before, mm -hmm. um, and used in this way. So. 
um, yeah, that's where they're from. So they're not something that Favreau just put in to be like, hey, remember Iron Man? They actually are part of the Star Wars universe, but man, did they feel like something out of Iron oh, Man. Oh, like, it felt like it. I mean, they it was really, like, if they, they said Stark Industries on the side, I would have been like, yeah, that looks yeah. about right. <laughs> just that moment where they like flip and they're going now down, you know, feet view yeah. and you're like watching that. I was like, okay, come on. Are we turning into like this Marvel? <laughs> Is Marvel coming into play? But I will say though, they it was hilarious to me to add the tension of the fact that, you know, you know, Gro- Grogu ends up on the, the seeing stone. It doesn't work, obviously. Mando's standing there like, come on, kid, do something. And then, of course, Mando leaves to go check out the, yeah. the slave one first. And then all of a sudden, he, the kid figures it out. And then he comes back. He's like, okay, there's the force field. And it just was hilarious to me that the whole time he's trying to get the kid out of there. And he won't. He can't break that force. But then yet, as soon as the very last time, he's going to go, okay, fine. Do whatever you got to do. I'm just going to – I'll protect you. And then he leaves. And then all of a sudden, it stops. And you're like, dude, if you waited, like, literally 30 seconds, I know. you would have been able to get the kid. But that wouldn't have been a, as fun of a storyline. I know exactly, but yes, but then we get to the the heartbreaking part. Yeah, so then we do um, the dark troopers take Rogu um, off into uh, Moff Gideon's ship, um, and we see Grogu beating the crap out of some stormtroopers, which was really interesting. He was pissed. But you know what's funny is it reminded me, and I don't know, he was pissed, but it's kind of weird that it reminded me of... Was it Anakin that was like messing around with, like it was like you saw a little of like dark side, dark the dark side of the forest? Because yeah, he was like you really toying. did. Because if he, you know Jedi's don't toy with like you just do what you're gonna do and then boom, he was like toying with these stormtroopers. He really was, and he at one point he uses a force truth, uh, force choke too, which is um, usually reserved for the dark side of the force. Sith, um, yeah. I think I think Luke did use it once in. Um, java's palace but other than that it's usually used reserved for the dark side of the force and there has been some hinting that um that could be a possibility where um grogu Grogu. does have a little dark side in him and that might be what they're trying because look they're trying to experiment with him they're taking out his midichlorians i don't know yeah who knows who knows who knows and yeah, injecting it into somebody else to hopefully make them more force sensitive. The thought is that maybe it is, um, uh, oh God, what is his name? I keep forgetting his name. Snoke. Snoke. Um, yeah, this is how we're creating Snoke um, because we did find out in The Last Jedi that Snoke was a creation, basically a clone that they tried to make have the force. And blah, 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 blah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> anyways. So, you know, they've captured. So now we got to go find him. But the first thing I think, I guess we have to go get is Bill Burr, which, great. Um, Do you not like him? I don't like Bill Burr. I don't. Oh, okay. Him as an actor or that character? The character was fine. I don't appreciate him as a comedian. His, I, I'm sure there's people that think what he, his, his style of comedy is funny. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I don't care okay. for it. Um, gotcha. I'm sure he's funny to fun some, but I, I don't care for his comedy. So I don't, I just, I don't know. He's a little more harsh than I care for. Um, anyways, that's, but that's my personal preference. I'm sure people love him. Um, but so we get more, he was fine in the last season. He was fine. But I'm curious to know, him. like, he's going to go get that guy, but why right. would you not go get like a Sokotano? Why would you not go get, um, the, uh, what's her name? Bogotan and, 
his, mm-hmm. the two others? Like, why would you well, not get I, them? I think we're going to cross with Bo-Katan again because she is looking for Moff, Moff Gideon and she wants his Darksaber. Right, um, so right. that will happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't happen in the next couple episodes. The reason he's going for Bill Burr's character is because he is former imp- Imperial guy. So he knows the ropes, I guess you could say. Right. Um, so that's why they're going to but get him. I feel like he's getting this cool posse together because obviously right? Finnick and then Boba Fett are indebted to him because, I mean, which is weird because technically Boba Fett went and got his armor back. And then even though they made this um, contract that, hey, if you give me the armor, then, but he technically, I don't know. It, that was just weird to me. But and, and it's funny because usually Boba Fett is usually a bad guy. And now we're, Boba Fett's going to be going on the good side for a while. And it's like, well, do we trust Boba Fett in the end? I think we will. But it's just interesting how that character has now changed. So, and then do you bring back, what's his name? Um, uh, Timothy Oliphant, the, the actor uh, who not? played in, in the Marshall, like the Marshall episode. Why not? Like, what, not? Uh, Bob, what was his name? His character's name? I can't remember. B- Vance might- or... Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so bring it all back. Yeah. Bring, bring it, it all, all back. Bring, bring this huge motley crew, people. Like, pretty much be like the uh, what is that western called? Um, or the the uh, <laughs> tombstone. Tombstone. Oh, yeah. Just bring all these people <laughs> and like, let's go and yeah. let's get the kid back. Like, come on, we got to get Grogu back. Like, let's do it. Like, I'm ready yeah. for this epic, epic scene that we're like in two weeks. These new these new episodes are going to be pretty intense, so I'm really excited to see what yeah. happens from here. I mean, yeah. the last season finale was so good, so I think we're going to get. But I mean, because then where does it go from there? So there will not everything is going to get all tidied up in one giant bow. There's something's going to happen that'll that'll you know lead into whatever happens next season. So maybe Grogu gets tempered so much that he does go to the dark side for a little bit, and now we got to. Get him back. Get him back. I don't know. I really, so each of these, these cartoon series, there's one like kind of underlying big thing within the Star Wars universe that's happening. And I think what we're finding out more and more is what we're going to find out within this series is how the first order started. Because like with Rebels, what we really found out was how the, um, the rebellion started and how their formation and what they did leading up to a new hope. Whereas right. in this series, I think what we're going to be finding is how the first order started and what happened leading up into um, the force awakens. So okay. I think that's the underlying series and clone wars. It was really how um, the clones, the, the clone wars. I mean, obviously the clone wars was about the clone wars and what happened between those and how Palpatine, switched everything with order 66 and had this crazy stuff going on and had all the clones um you know turn on all the jedi and all of that so right um, you know we learn more about that so that's kind of what happens there's always some kind of backline bigger story that's um within the star wars universe to explain what happened between this and that and this and that and this and that. just to so connect what, the whole timeline together yeah so i think this is going to be connecting the whole timeline and figuring out what happened with the first order so there we go okay i'm ready for it uh let's bring it come on yeah. i'm ready I'm let's ready. do it all right hula well l- where can we find you 
You can find me on my other podcast, Life with Hula. I have it on Monday through Friday, and um, you can catch me on social media, Hula, S-D-H-U-L-A-S-D. And where can we find you, Jess? You can find me on Instagram at Producer Jessica. You can find me with John and Tammy Monday through Friday from 5 to 10 a.m. on 1037 KSON or on the radio.com app anywhere you go. Um, also, I want to encourage everybody. Um, I know this is a, a time of year that it's going to be a, extra hard for a lot of people and especially for the people that make the magic, um, the cast members. Cast mm-hmm. Member Pantry has been doing a really good job of helping provide food. Um, they started mostly out on the East Coast, but now they've also started providing for cast members that have been laid off and furloughed here on the West Coast from Disneyland. So Cast Member Pantry, you can find them on Instagram. You can also donate to them via Venmo. Um, and they have some other places where you uh, an Amazon Wish um, list and um, a bunch of other th- ways you can donate if you want to, you know, help the cast members, help the people that make the magic. Um, I think that's, it's really important to remember right now. So cast member pantry. Um, There's also, I believe in Orange County is second harvest food bank um, where you can donate um, to there. And that is obviously a lot of people, not just only that work for the Disneyland resort, that work for a lot of theme parks over there and the surrounding infrastructure and hotels and whatnot that are now out of work and need the help this holiday season. So I just want to encourage everybody, if you can donate a couple bucks, I know it'll go totally to use mm-hmm. absolutely yes all right well until next time see you real soon bye bye, bye.